I know you have a great relationship with Coach Beamer. Uh, any plans on his 70th birthday? I saw your kind tweet about him earlier today. Or are you just going to stick to some well wishes as you prepare for the Tar Heels? Yeah, I know. I know Coach Coach knows we've got work to do. So yeah. I don't know. I'm not exactly sure what he's going to do. I'm sure he's going to enjoy himself. I think by all accounts he's enjoying uh, you know, his college football playoff committee uh, responsibilities and enjoying his grandkids and and uh, and having having some fun in retirement, but I'm not sure exactly his specific plans. Meanwhile, you have the number 25 jersey tradition going in his honor for a second straight year. Remind folks how that works, and just take us into that room, Coach. Sometimes you dramatically reveal who gets to wear the number 25 in honor of Coach Beamer, uh, that being his number. How has that worked, and, and how much drama do you build? Because I've seen some big smiles on your guys' faces when they they get to put that uniform on well it's been a lot of fun you know we we sat down about a year and a half ago and tried to think of a way to to pay tribute to coach and um and all his great accomplishments and we really wanted to do something more than just paint the 25 yard line or or something like that so we kind of just brainstormed a little bit and came up with with essentially the special teams player of the week would get a chance to wear 25 because of obviously Frank's contribution to special teams and his acumen in that area uh, really built a, a fantastic brand and identity with Virginia Tech football. So we, we meet as a staff and talk about it. And then um, we reveal it in our team meeting on Thursday. We have about a seven or eight minute team meeting on Thursday before we go to position meetings uh, and practice. And uh, it's, it's really fun. You know, it's, the thing that I'm most excited about is, is the kids' response. I mean, um, I wanted to pay tribute to Coach, and I thought our, our fans, the Hokie Nation, would enjoy it. But I really wanted it to be special for the kids, and it has, it has been that way. You know, last year, the guys that wore 25 made numerous big plays in games, and it's added a little bit of magic to it. But uh, there's, there's big smiles on faces, and we've mixed it up. We've given it to big defensive linemen and little bitty corners and, <laughs> and wide receivers and all kinds of people. Justin Fuente is joining us. His Hokies hosting North Carolina this Saturday. It's a 3.30 game. Get to Lane Stadium if you can. A great venue. ESPN2 has the TV coverage if you can't get there in person. Now that Coach Beamer is, as you said, on that college football playoff committee, given that you guys are 5-1 and one and ranked number 14 in the nation, do you have to like avoid each other come like late November and December? How does that work? Well, <laughs> we haven't had to cross that bridge quite just yet. I know uh, he's obviously got some restrictions in terms of dealing with Virginia Tech and Georgia. Um, and, you know, we're striving to get to the point where, where that's an issue. We've right. still got pl plenty of work to do to get to there, though. Over the weekend, the heavy metal band Metallica actually tweeted at you from its official account a video from Lane Stadium with its Enter Sandman famous song as the soundtrack. What can you tell us about this relationship? I've experienced it and loved it myself. You've told us the energy that you feel as the coach. Do we know, Does Metall is Metallica at the point where this relationship is so deep that they're rooting for the Hokies every Saturday? Do we know? Well I certainly hope so. I don't know how big a collegiate sports fans they are, um, but you know, kind of through my, I find it kind of ironic. Just through my youth, uh, growing up was kind of when 
um, Metallica was kind of at their at their peak, I yep. guess you could say, and it was a pretty big deal. And uh, to kind of, in some way, be associated with them is is pretty cool. And it's nice that that obviously they know that that we make a big deal about our entrance, and part of it is because of of the actual song that they wrote and performed. And uh, it's kind of nice tie in there. For those who want to see it, follow Coach Fuente on Twitter at Coach Fuente. He retweeted, I believe, the Metallica tweet. It is a really cool video with the soundtrack to go with it. You had a great college game day experience in Blacksburg when you hosted Clemson. I know you didn't have the scoreboard where you wanted it in the end, but what can you tell us about the way your community reacted to that special occasion, and what did you hope your guys took away from the loss to the Tigers? Well, it was a fantastic um, example of of this community and, and Virginia Tech um, just showing out for the for the country. I mean, the the energy that was on the game day set was was second to none. They they remarked several times about the passion of our fans. Our, our stadium was absolutely electric. We've got a little work to do to catch. Um, Clemson, and that's that's our mission every single day. And uh, we weren't good enough to beat them uh, on that day, but that doesn't mean we're not going to strive to to uh, get that done. But I just thought our community and our school accounted uh, for itself really well on a national stage. I know earlier this week, Coach, you said you did not want to put words in the mouth of your star young wide receiver, Sean Savoy, uh, but he went home to D.C. after the sad death of his brother. He's come back to Blacksburg. C- can you give us an update on that situation or even just your general sense? People want to think on the outside, hey, his Hokie family is going to help him get through this tragedy. What, what can you share along those lines yeah i would say um sean's doing as well as could be expected he's back here going to school and with his teammates um you know in just my conversations with him this has obviously hit him hard as as you can imagine and uh he's doing his best every single day to just keep putting one foot in front of the other and keep plowing forward he knows in his heart that that the secret to honoring his brother is continuing to live his life the right way and uh, being a great example to others, even though that's hard at this point. And I've just been really proud of the the courage that he's shown. It was fun to see him back with his teammates and interacting with those guys a little bit. And, you know, I told him, Sean, nobody expects you to walk around with a smile on your face. Yeah. Uh, but I hope you have known or hope you have seen through this tragedy how many people genuinely love and care about you. And, you know, he nodded his head and said yes, and it's, it's been a huge outpouring of support from his teammates, from the coaching staff, and from everyone really associated with the Hokie Nation. And, and he realizes that and is very appreciative of that, and he's just taking it one step at a time right now. Coach, there's not as much – excitement on the outside about this matchup because Carolina happens to be one and six and you guys are five and one and you're expected by most to win at home. Can you tell us in the in the more general sense beyond Saturday's matchup, given your proximity to one another, is UNC one of those schools that you bump into most often on the recruiting trail? Because it seems like it's that way with you getting so many North Carolina based guys and them getting a number of Virginia based guys. Oh, I think so. You know, the the kind of unique 
part of this whole thing is there are so many schools in within close proximity yeah. of each other and it's a little bit unique i know even in um you know in in the middle of the country where i'm kind of from the you know in texas and oklahoma and kansas and the schools are just a little more spread out so just a little bit of bigger population center out here on the east coast and and i think as a byproduct of that we end up crossing paths um, maybe more often than other people uh, in the same in the same areas trying to recruit players. Larry Fedora, in ten years as a head coach, has never before had a losing regular season record, and obviously it looks that way for this year's Tar Heels. I know you went three and nine one year while you were at Memphis. What's the best advice you've ever given or received about the best way to handle that football season with so much losing and so much disappointment the way Carolina's dealing with right now? Sure. Well, first of all, I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't count them out yet. You know, that's the first thing that when I watch them play, Larry's got them playing hard. They've had some adversity. Uh, they'll be ready to play this Saturday. Uh, they've got a tremendous amount of pride, and they have good players. And uh, it just kind of hasn't fallen their way thus far. But you know, as somebody that's been through some some tough times coaching, you just gotta stay true to yourself. And and you know, Coach Fedora is an accomplished coach. Yep. He's he's doing a heck of a job. I watched him in his press conference and um, you know, staying positive with his guys and and but still coaching them hard and being demanding. And um, you know, they're gonna get this thing up and running. They're a dangerous football team. I just hope it's not. Uh, this Saturday, I hope we can kind of weather the storm. But you know, just you know, kind of like I talked about with Sean, just keeping putting one foot in front of the other and and plowing forward and and staying true to yourself is the best way to go about it. Last thing for Justin Fuente, Hokies against the Tar Heels on Saturday afternoon. Does tunnel vision prevent you from noticing that down the road in Charlottesville there is an in-state rival that also is out to a five-and-one start? Well, I've certainly noticed them. I saw them on uh, play. Um, I can't remember what week it was, but they beat the snot out of Boise State yes. uh, at Boise. I saw that game in the hotel room, and it was e- obvious to tell, or it was easy to tell at that moment that they were vastly improved. I mean, we certainly aren't worried about them until it's game week right. of, of Virginia, but uh, absolutely. I've, I've, I've seen them play once, and we watch them in crossover film all the time. Obviously, they played North Carolina last week, so uh, Broncos done a fantastic job with, with that squad, and, and they'll be as dangerous as anybody in this, in this side of the league.